Welcome back, everybody, for my portfolio update for December 2023. Now, while the S&P 500 was up over 4% over the last month, I had six of my 11 holdings underperform over that time frame. But I also had three that outperformed and two that just completely knocked it out of the park. And December was a month where I got over $1,000 in dividend payments, did some cleanup to remove some small positions, and continued adding to some of my existing companies. So there's a lot to talk about. Let's dive in. As you guys can see, my account is currently at $254,155.70. And in the last month, my portfolio balance is up over $9,000. Now, that is just the raw number, but as you'll see here in a minute, it's mostly due to investment gains and dividends. And if we add in last month's gain of 15000 it means that we went from 230000 to 254000 in the span of two months. So it's definitely been a very good end of the year. Let's take a look at the breakdown here on the next page. So if we update this to show our performance from December 1st through the end of December, which ended on a weekend, so there's no issue there, we see that my beginning value was $245,552 and some change. I made $876.85 in net contributions, and in terms of my overall investment change, it was a respectable $7,783.32, which was mostly investment gains of $6,753.55, as well as $1,029.77 of dividend income and account interest. So again, a very positive month of mostly investment gains in one of my biggest dividend months ever. But how did we do against our benchmark, the S&P 500? So as you can see, for the month of December, the S&P 500 was up over 4.5%, accounting for the timing of my contributions. And my portfolio was only up 3.16%. So I lost ground against the index in the amount of about 1.4% or so. So for the second month in a row, we had a nice positive gain, but we still lagged the index. So it's a little bit disappointing, but... Progress is progress. And apparently these results come in pairs because in September and October, my portfolio actually outpaced the S&P, but we gave back those gains over the last two months. So now if we take a look at the performance of my portfolio since I started it on December 8th, 2022, we see that my portfolio was up 15.89% compared to the S&P 500's 21.93%. So while we lost a little bit more ground and now I'm trailing the S&P 500 by just under 6%, it's still a pretty respectable rate of return, especially when you take into account that one of my largest holdings, SCHD, has pretty much lagged the market for the whole year. But let's take a look at our dividend income and see how that's doing. Now, if we take a look at my investment income, the estimate over the next 12 months, we see that my annual dividends and interest are $4,932 on the dot, compared to $4,816.78 that I had last month. That's a $115.22 annual increase, which equals a 2.4% increase in annual dividend income month over month, which was exactly the same as last month's increase. But again, this is good, just continuing to stack assets and increasing dividend income. Overall, my dividend yield for my portfolio is still at 2%, and again, that's about where I expect it to be because I'm not trying to chase the highest yields. So now let's take a look at the actual dividends that hit my account for the month. On December 1st, I received $56.68 from Visa in three different accounts. On December 11th, I received $449.83 from SCHD in three different accounts. On December 12th, I received $141 from United Health Group. On December 15th, I received $208.75 from McDonald's in three different accounts. I also received a $5.96 dividend from Hershey, as well as my magical $0.26 cent dividend from Realty Income. 
On December 20th, I received $166.26 from Valero in two different accounts. And then lastly, I got a 85 cent dividend from SNSXX, which was the Schwab Treasury Fund on December 29th. So overall, I had a total of $1,029.59 of dividend income for the month of December. Now, December was definitely a great month for dividend payments and one of my highest of the year. All right, so let's take a look at what I actually bought and sold for the month because there's a few things we need to talk about that I cleaned up in my accounts. On December 6th, I bought seven shares of Valero at $123.11 per share. On December 12th, I sold my full position in SNSXX, which was worth $230.87. I only had a really small position in this fund as a way to park cash, and it was really like an experiment because I'd never used that fund at Schwab before. But as I was getting ready to buy stocks, I just decided to get rid of that whole fund and just use that money to buy stocks and kind of declutter my accounts a little bit, which we're going to talk about here in a minute. On December 13th, I bought seven shares of Hershey at $184.72 per share as well as one share of Starbucks at $97.35. On December 15th, I bought another share of Hershey at $181.75. And then on December 27th, I sold my one share of Realty Income for $57.89, as well as my two shares of Berkshire at $356.16. Now, if you guys remember, I was holding those two shares of Berkshire just to be able to go to the Berkshire annual meeting anytime that I wanted to go. But I decided to go ahead and sell those because I went this past year and it was great. And I don't know if it's something that I'm going to end up doing again, especially now that Charlie's passed away. But if I do end up wanting to go again, I can always just buy another Berkshire share. So I decided to get rid of them for now. And if you've been around the channel for a while, you know that I had that one share of realty income in my account because of a tutorial video that I did earlier last year. And I had my running monthly joke about how my one share of realty income was going to keep on compounding and make me rich. Now, I'm going to miss that little clip in my monthly recap video, but it's probably better to get rid of it earlier before it becomes too repetitive for you guys. Ultimately, I wanted to declutter my portfolio a bit and just focus on holdings that I plan to have a meaningful position in. Now, there's nothing wrong with realty income as a stock. Like I told you guys before, I manage my mom's portfolio and she actually has a pretty decent sized position in realty income. But for her, she's in retirement. And for me, it's not something that I want to add right now. I may look at it again in the future, but I'm really more focused on qualified dividend paying companies at this time. All right, and just to wrap up the buys and sells, on December 27th, I bought six shares of Valero at $131.82, and I also bought two shares of Starbucks at $95.01 a share. So other than doing that little bit of cleanup with those small positions, it was a pretty normal month where I was just adding to existing companies that I had that I thought had the most attractive valuations. So now if we take a look at my updated portfolio allocation and weightings, SCHD is still my largest overall holding at just over 18%. UNH is still my largest individual holding at 15.54%, but it's been losing ground over the past couple months. McDonald's is over 14%, Visa and Apple are still over 11% and over 10% respectively. Valero has increased a bit as I added to it this month, so it's at 9%. American Express is now over 7%, Walmart is just over 6%, Caterpillar is around 4.5%, Starbucks still at 2%, and Hershey is just under 1%. Now in terms of overall weight, the only one that I'm reevaluating right now is SCHD, and we're gonna talk about that here in a minute. But before we do that, let's take a look at overall performance and see which ones performed the best. 
American Express is my new top performer in my portfolio at over 23% gain, which is great. Now, part of it is because you might remember I trimmed some of my American Express holdings last month. And it just happens that the cost basis for the shares that I sold were quite a bit higher. My cost basis for the shares I have left were ones that I bought earlier in the year at better prices. So it made the overall performance for Amex jump up, along with the fact that it's up over 11% over the past month. And next up, believe it or not, is Caterpillar, which has returned an astonishing 19.56% just over the past six weeks or so that I've owned it. It's been on an absolute tear. And it's a little bittersweet. I mean, obviously, I'm happy with the performance, but my plan when I added it to my portfolio was to keep adding to it over the next few months. But it's run up so much that I ended up adding to other things. Now, Valero is third at 15%, and it's been at or close to the top for me pretty much all year. United Health Group has dropped from first down to fourth at just under 15%, and it's been on a little bit of a downtrend. McDonald's is fifth at just over 10%, and then the rest of the portfolio is lagging behind in the green, but in the single digits. And just one note on this view, you might look at this and be like, wow, this sucks when the S&P 500 has returned 24% this year. Now, overall, my portfolio has lagged the S&P 500 this year, which we talked about earlier. But there are a couple things about this particular view that are a little bit misleading. And one, most of these holdings are less than a year old. Only McDonald's was on this list at the beginning of 2023. Most of the holdings have been added over the past six months or so. So if you're looking at about half a year return or so, as opposed to a full year. And second, this is only price return, and it doesn't include the dividends that I made all throughout the year, because I take my dividends in cash and then I reinvest them manually. So you don't really see them show up in the raw numbers like this. That's why I show the portfolio performance view at the beginning, because it accounts for contributions, hold time, and cash that gets reinvested manually by me. But anyway, I'm not trying to make excuses. I didn't outperform the index this year. I'm just trying to give some context so that you understand a little bit better about what you're seeing when I show this view. Now, if we take a look at just the last month, you can see that Caterpillar has just crushed it at over 18%. American Express continues its rise at over 11%. And then SEHD, McDonald's, and Valero, between 4.7% and 6%, outpace the S&P 500. Then I had Visa, Apple, Walmart, and Hershey, all green, but underperforming the S&P 500. And then lastly, United Health Group and Starbucks are my two red positions for the month. So let's take a look ahead to next month and what holdings I think I'm going to be adding to going forward. So the ones that I'd like to be higher in terms of weight are, again, McDonald's, Apple, and Visa, which is basically always going to be the case anytime that they dip and look attractive. And I also might start calling this group of three MAV, like M-A-V, just so I could do things like this. Really enjoyed that map. Thanks a lot. In terms of others that I'd like to have a higher allocation to, Caterpillar's one that I'd like to have higher than 4%, and Starbucks I'd like to have higher than 2%. In terms of the ones that I think are the best value right now, I would say Hershey, Valero, and Starbucks, which not ironically was what I added to my portfolio in December, so that's good. In terms of holdings that I'm watching, it's Walmart and SCHD. Now, I've talked about it a bunch. I'm waiting to see what Walmart announces in terms of their dividend raise in February, but I'm guessing it's going to be a position that I end up moving on from because I just don't know that they're going to be able to hit that dividend growth that outpaces inflation that I'm looking for. Now, in terms of SCHD, it's been in the top two of the largest weight in my portfolio pretty much all year. I think it's a great ETF, but I might end up actually trimming my position in it quite a bit, and here's why. 
At this point, close to 20% of my portfolio is in SHD, which ultimately is an ETF that's out of my control in terms of what companies it picks. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, and we've talked about in the past why ETFs, and specifically SCHD, can really make a great addition to a portfolio. But remember, part of my investment goal is to beat the S&P 500 in total return. Now, while SHD obviously underperformed in 2023, it's outperformed the S&P 500 in other years, like 2022 and even some before that. But ultimately, if my goal is to outperform, I want more control over what stocks I'm holding. So it's likely that I'm going to trim part of my SCHD holding, probably close to half, and put that into individual stocks. And that would put about 8 to 10% of my portfolio in an index fund and 90 to 92% in my own hands, picking individual stocks, which you never really know if it's going to end up being better or worse, but it would at least allow me to ensure that more of my money is going into companies that I know meet my own criteria. Now, trimming SEHD is likely going to put a pretty big dent in my annual dividend income since SEHD is one of my highest yielding positions. But if that happens, again, hopefully it's just a temporary thing that'll work out better over time. So in terms of what I'm going to do over the next month, it's a little tough because there's not a lot of attractive valuations in the stocks that I have in my portfolio with the recent rally that's happened. But I wouldn't be surprised if I continue to add to the three stocks on my value list, Hershey's, Valero, and Starbucks. I may end up trimming SHD in January as well, based on what we just talked about, and I'll likely be looking for potential new ads to my portfolio if I see anything interesting. But I'm looking to be a little bit more patient in 2024 whenever I have cash, so I can really catch the great opportunities. So we'll just see how that goes. But like we do every month, let's review my portfolio goal and strategy, which I'll be using to evaluate these opportunities. My goal is to beat the S&P 500 in total return while creating a growing passive income stream for my family. My strategy to achieve it, I want to attach myself to companies with wide moats that are generating increase in cash flow and rewarding shareholders with dividend growth that outpaces inflation. So if I recap what happened this month, the portfolio went up a decent amount but lagged the S&P 500 for the second month in a row. Annual dividends increased another 2.4% month over month, and we continued adding to positions that were at the most attractive valuations at the time. So overall, it was a good month and a good year. And even though we started a little bit slow in terms of trying to beat the S&P 500, I do think that we're trending in the right direction, and I'm excited to see what happens in 2024. And remember, this is just the first year, or really, for a lot of these holdings, the first six to eight months or so of performance. And obviously, a lot can change in either direction over time. That's why it's critical that we keep plugging along and make sure that our actions match the strategy that we've developed for ourselves. Then just monitor to see if things are happening the way that you expected. It doesn't mean that you'll always be right, but I look at it as either you're going to make a decision that turns out to be right, or you're going to make one that teaches you a valuable lesson. And just like we started saying last month, it's not always going to be perfect, but hopefully it's progress. Now, originally, I was going to put a bunch of stuff in this video around the things that went well in 2023 and the things that didn't go so well and talk about what I expect to do and change for 2024. But it really just made this video super long. So expect another video this week that's going to go over all that. So how did you guys end up for the month or even the year? Did you hit your benchmarks? Let me know down in the comments below. Now, if you're new to the channel and you want to know more about how this portfolio got started and all my monthly updates since, click on this video right here. Hope you guys have a great day out there. Financial independence is true freedom. So keep building and stacking wins. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.